Hello, and thanks for joining us for episode four of the Unmute podcast. I'm your host, Kimberly Walker, and here with me to discuss and reimagine the scenes of the play are Jenna and Trish from Women's Crisis Services of Waterloo Region. Just to note that if you haven't already listened to the full audio drama, things will probably make more sense for you if you go back and start with episode one, which is where to find the full original version of the play. Okay, so in scene four, um, we'll remember that the girls are at school, Haley and Addie, they're chatting, and um, Haley actually discloses to Addie that her dad has been hurting her mom. Addie is, is pretty alarmed about that, and so when Haley promises her that she won't tell anyone, um, she agrees. So Addie said she won't tell anyone, but then later she's, she's super stressed, and um, she does end up telling her dad, Jay, that something's going on, that she's worried. And Jay has a pretty hard time believing this. He's a bit overwhelmed too, and they say, okay, we're going to talk about it at home. So that's the scene, and when we think back over what happened, these characters were all in a hard position. But is there anything that we wish they had have done differently? Yeah, I think when I heard the two girls talking to each other, I think something that kind of got them a bit stuck there was when Addie promised not to tell. So I think something maybe she could have done was avoid making that promise and maybe just stress the importance of, you know, this is a really scary situation. I I think we need to tell someone or an adult. And maybe they could even decide together who that adult is. But I think as soon as she promised not to tell anyone, it put her in a really hard spot. Hmm. Okay, yeah. Thanks, Jenna. Actors, let's take it from Haley's line, he just seems to be getting worse. And we'll have Addie take that different approach this time. My dad is... Um... He's... He just seems to be getting worse. Always yelling about work and blaming my mom for everything. I don't even know him anymore. Promise me this will stay between us. Wow, Hales. I don't know. I'm really, really worried about you and your mom. I think we have to tell someone. What? No way. My dad would... I don't even know what he would do if he found out. He's scary, okay? If he found out I said anything about our private family business, no way. But I don't think we can handle this by ourselves. I'm worried about you. Ah, I don't know. I just don't want to do anything that could make things worse. Okay, let's stop the scene there and we can talk about it. Addie, how did that go? What was the experience like for you? Well, I didn't know what to do when she said that she didn't want to talk to anyone about it. I obviously can't make her do anything. I felt like I wanted to talk to an adult or a professional, but I didn't want to betray her trust. Huh. And how was the scene different for Haley? Well, I guess it was good to know that my friend was worried for me. I guess the fact that my friend felt so strongly that we needed to talk to someone made me wonder if we do need to talk to someone. I had been against it because of how scared I was, and I still might not be ready to talk to the guidance counselor or whatever, but I guess now I'm a bit more open to the idea. Hmm. In the original version of the play, Addie tells her dad about what she heard anyways. Haley, would your character be upset if her girlfriend told someone else about what was happening? Yes, probably. In this version, though, it would be less of a betrayal since, in this version, Addie didn't promise not to tell. I wonder what would happen if I was really upfront with Haley about the fact that I thought she had to tell someone. 
And if I let Haley have a say about who I chose to talk to, like saying, I care about your wishes, but I feel like I have to tell someone. Do you want to help me decide who to tell? Hmm. Oh, that's an interesting idea. Why don't we try that little snippet of the scene with that suggestion? We could go from the same place where Haley says, please promise me this will stay between us. Please promise me this will stay between us. Wow, Hales. I don't know. I'm really, really worried about you and your mom. I think we have to tell someone. What? No way! My dad would... I don't even know what he would do if he found out. He's scary, okay? If he found out I said anything about our private family business? No way. Haley, I get that. I get that you don't want to tell anyone because you're afraid what your dad might do, but I'm afraid what your dad might do if we don't tell anyone. And if your family doesn't get help. This is really serious stuff. I don't think we can handle this by ourselves. I'm worried about you. I'm worried too. Even if you don't want to tell anyone, I think I have to. I would feel so terrible if things got worse and I didn't do anything to help. This isn't the kind of secret that I can keep. I don't think that it's the right thing to do. Would you rather I tell my dad? Or my mom? Or maybe the guidance counselor? Ugh, I don't know. I guess maybe telling your family would be okay. But nobody else. I don't want the whole neighborhood to know how messed up we are. My dad's coming to pick me up soon. If you want, we could tell him together. Um, yeah. Okay, fine. And let's stop there. Now we can talk about that. What was different this time? How was that for you, Haley? I was a bit mad at Addie and anxious that she wouldn't promise not to tell. But I guess in the end, I had more agency because I got to choose who Addie talked to about it. So this was a helpful intervention. Hmm. Okay, that's great. So we've seen an option where Addie and Haley are kind of trying to work out who is a safe person to tell. And maybe their dad is a person. So why don't we jump forward in the scene and thinking about Jay, their dad in the scene, is there anything that he could have done differently? Yeah, I mean, I think you understand where Jay's coming from because he's hearing this really, you know, shocking information from his daughter about people who are in his social circle. And so I think what we see in here in the scene is his genuine shock and disbelief that people that he knows so closely are experiencing something like this. Um, And that really, it's just, it's so realistic because domestic violence is everywhere. It's happening, you know, next door or upstairs or wherever. And I think that's really authentic for Jay to react that way. But I think also perhaps his daughter felt a little bit dismissed, like, no, I, I can't believe that. That's not true. Or I think that he could have handled it a little bit better and just sort of, I'm not saying he didn't believe her, but kind of been there with her and sat in the discomfort of that information and sort of been alongside her in that experience. I think it's really normal and natural for him or anyone, a parent, not to really know what to do with that information at the beginning, and that's okay. He could have sat there in that discomfort with his daughter for a little bit longer, heard her out, kind of empathized, like, wow, this is really surprising. Um, This is really hard information. You know, let's go home and talk about it more. So I think it could have still 
ended in the same way, but I think that he could have handled it a little bit differently and a little bit more supportively. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Trish. Yeah, thanks for that suggestion and the acknowledgement that there's no easy way to process info like that. And he he did a pretty good job, but maybe he could have leaned in even more. So actors, why don't we give that a try and see if the scene turns out at all differently? Why don't we take it from the same place around where Jay says, Addy, you're starting to scare me. talk to your mother no it's nothing like that it's about um i just promised Haley i wouldn't say i get that you made a promise eds but uh, you look like you're gonna be sick look it's about our parents and i don't really want to talk about it right now what are scott and don okay dad i don't want to are talk- they i don't think so what do you mean i'm not supposed to say eddie you're acting really weird and and you're starting to scare me i think scott is hitting don what Oh, uh, my, that's very hard for me to hear. Oh, my, uh, what makes you think that? That's what she just told me. Wow. Okay, that is a, a very serious thing to say, Eddie. I think we need to talk to your mother or, or the guidance counselor together and decide what to do. We need to have a family meeting, okay? Maybe you can tell me everything that Haley said and then we can come up with a plan for how to help, okay? Thanks for telling me this, Eddie. I'm sure it wasn't easy, but I want you to know you did the right thing. Thanks, Jay. How was that experience for you? Did that strategy work the way you hoped? Yes, I I think so. Even though I was feeling overwhelmed and and inside I was having a hard time accepting that my friend could be abusive, I think it would help with my relationship with my daughter for her to know that I was taking her seriously. Hmm. And how was that from your perspective, Addie? Well... The fact that my dad believed me made me feel more like I had made the right choice in asking for his help. In this version of the scene, we could get right into problem solving rather than arguing about what happened. So who could they have gone to? It seems like this family, they know that they need help or or they don't know what to do. What could they do next? Who could they talk to? Who would be able to help? Yeah, I I think that what they could do, and sometimes people want to feel more anonymous, don't necessarily want to disclose, you know, names or identifying information. And something, of course, that I would suggest is to call Women's Crisis Services, uh, either on the phone. We have a a 24-hour crisis line, but there's also like a online chat sort of option where you can just sort of text in on your phone or if you're on a computer, you can type in that way. And just look for support and information. You don't have to give a name or anything like that. Or you can if you want, depending on the situation. So I think that that would be an easy way for them to anonymously reach out for more expert advice. Thanks, Trish. I think what I'm hearing you say that is feels important to me is that people who are not in abusive relationships can still reach out to the same resources for help supporting their friends who are in abusive relationships and that you can try and protect your friend's privacy and keep the trust between you and your friend by getting help but not saying my friend and then their name this is happening to them. And so whether that's calling the crisis line or using the chat, or even if just the character of Addie thought, hey, why don't we talk to my dad about our friend who needs help or talk to the guidance counselor about our friend who needs help? That could be a way that the teens feel comfortable talking about it or at least getting the conversation started, perhaps. Thanks for that suggestion. Let's try that. 
We'll pretend that Addie, although she doesn't feel comfortable saying what's going on to her dad or an adult because she doesn't want to betray her friend's trust, she, she's got a strategy where she can kind of say that she's asking for a friend and try to get some help that way. So why don't we try that? We'll pretend that Jay, her dad, has already entered the, the room and she's going to ask him. And we can take the scene from around the spot where Jay is teasing her about doing her chores. Wow, a daughter who does her chores. Are you taking notes, Addie? Uh, tough crowd. Um, Dad, um, what would you do if we had a friend who was having some bad stuff happening at home? Oh, wow, that sounds, uh, that sounds pretty scary. Uh, I guess I would recommend that they talk to an adult about it. Maybe someone they feel safe talking to. Uh, or, or maybe, I'm sure there's lots of people with expertise. We could try and find someone to talk to. Okay. Um, what if they're experiencing abuse? Is there, like, a expert they could talk to, I guess? You know what? Let's Google it. Let's have a look. Okay, I'm going to type in abuse services KW, see what we can find in the area. Okay, and first result is for women's crisis services of... Waterloo region. Okay. Oh wow, their website is awesome. There's a there's a phone number you can talk to, but oh, maybe that's maybe they don't feel comfortable talking on the phone. So maybe there's oh look there's a chat function too, and oh yeah you just chat to someone right away. That's cool. And um, yeah, I think I think the the friend we know, um, their parent will like check their computer and their phone. So I don't know if they can just Google and, like, chat on there. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair enough, Haley. Uh, well, there's, there's some advice here on the website about how to delete your browser history. So that might be make them feel a bit safer about using this. And there's also a little button on the screen that says Safety Exit. I wonder what that does. Oh, whoa, it just takes you to, like, the weather listing for the area. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and it's, yeah, it looks like... That's, it's completely closed that other page, so so they wouldn't even know. You could press that button and and feel pretty safe, I guess. Yeah. No, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, we'll tell our friend about that website, Dad. Yeah. Um, Addie, I should get going. I have to do my chores before Dad has done work. Okay, I'll text you in a bit. Okay. Thanks, Mr. Jameson. No worries, Haley. Bye, Hales. Bye. Okay, thanks. Let's stop the scene there. We can kind of debrief it a bit. That was different. How did that how did that feel for you, Haley? Um I think at first I was still really nervous about uh what Jay was going to ask. Um but he was actually really helpful in not like asking too many questions um about like the ex- like exactly what was going on and just like giving helping us get information and it was really nice to hear about how I could uh, like chat on the computer and that like it would it, it would uh, be erased so my dad couldn't find out. So I, I do feel like I have like in the next scene, that's something that I would try to do. And then from from Addie's perspective and from Jay's perspective, how did that feel for you? And, and what do you think the characters might do next? Um, 
I felt better feeling like I kind of got to talk to an adult about it because I didn't really know how to keep that secret to myself. And I felt better knowing that Haley had something she could either look up herself or tell her mom if she wanted to. So, yeah, I felt like I kind of still kept my promise, but I still had some relief in the whole situation. And, uh, like, as a parent, uh, it's a tricky situation to be in. Uh, it's one of those thing moments when you can sort of tell that your kid's telling a bit of a fib, but uh, you go along with it to try and get some information out of them. And, um, you know, I, I think in terms of moving forwards, I, I'd want to chat to Addie a little bit more, maybe when Haley isn't around, because Haley was pretty quiet, so maybe it's her that's the friend. So, yeah, make sure... Make sure Eddie's, you know, giving me as much information as she feels comfortable with. And, and also maybe check in with Haley to see if she's used the services or, or yeah, see what's going on. Hmm. Thanks. Thanks for listening to episode four of the Unmute podcast. I'd like to thank Trish and Jenna from Women's Crisis Services of Waterloo Region for being here to share their important insights with us. Thanks also to the actors in this scene, who are Lindsay Middleton, Francis Loisel, and Calvin Peterson. Tune in to the next episode to keep following this important conversation, or find out more at theaterofthebeat.ca.